By definition, you set a goal to achieve something new, something you don't currently have or something you've never done before. But with that comes a really big question. How do you do something if you've never done it before? Where do you start? What are the steps? How do you know what the right steps are to take? I hear you. This is one of the most common questions that comes my way. How do I become financially secure or free? How do I find my artistic voice? How do I grow my side hustle to be my only hustle? The question is really this. How do you break down your goal if you don't know all the steps? Even more importantly, how do you then take those steps and put your goal into action? Well, you are in for a treat. In this episode, you're going to learn to get comfortable with the unknown because I'm going to tell you right up here up front, you just have to in order to get something or do something you've never done before. Of course, I've got you covered here and I'm sharing three simple and awesome exercises you can use to help you break down your goal, no matter how big or new or how scary it feels right now, so that you will actually achieve that goal. Whether you want to complete your first triathlon, go back to school, pay off your credit card, build a media empire, or write a best-selling book, my friend, there is a path. By the end of this episode, saying, I don't know, or, but what are the steps, will no longer be in your vocabulary. The best part, it will no longer be an excuse that holds you back. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hey there, Golden Girl. Thank you so much for joining for another episode of the Golden Girls podcast. This is all about how to break down your goal so you actually achieve it. Now, before we dive right in, I want to say something to you that means a lot. This podcast is about you. It is about us creating a community of women, empowering women, and going for our dreams together. In that spirit, I want to start off each episode featuring one of you, one of our Golden Girls community members. So each episode, I'm either going to share a listener review or a success story and spotlighting one of the women in our Golden Girls community program. And I'm really excited about both of those things because, you know, first of all, the women in the program, shout out to you guys. You're doing amazing things and you inspire me to keep going. So I love you and I can't wait to spotlight and share about what you're doing. And I also want to do listener shout outs because I don't take it lightly that you're busy and if you've taken the time to listen, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you have taken time out of your busy day to write a written review, oh my goodness, it seriously means the world to me. And I want to give you the biggest hug and love on you from wherever you are in the world. So that is where I want to start by sharing a review from Andrea. And here is what Andrea has to say about the Golden Girls podcast. She says, all women should listen to this podcast. I have been following Lisa for almost five years now. She is incredibly inspirational and has so much research and many tools to back up her passion. She is a real person telling real stories and provides real motivation and advice. I have listened to the first episode and I just can't wait for my drive tomorrow for the next. 
Well, thank you so much, Andrea, for taking the time and for those super kind words. And I have to say, Andrea knows that I'm a real person because Andrea and I actually met on a beach in Cuba a couple years ago. And one of the things I talk about when I do keynotes, and I'm kind of getting off topic here, but I think it's worth noting. When I do keynotes on networking and speak at events, I often talk about the fact that we seem to think that networking has to be this awkward, stuffy event that you go to that you're in a suit and it's just you don't know what to say and your hands get clammy and you end up leaving the event with a ton of business cards that just sit on your desk or in your purse and then you just recycle them after six months because you don't know what else to do with them. And for me and my experience has been that the best connections, the best, quote, networking happens when I'm having fun and when I'm just doing things that are me. And that means that I have come up with, I've found clients and connections and great friends, of course, from doing anything from going to a bachelorette party to being on a trip to New York or heck, like this, meeting Andrea in Cuba. So I just want to say that, you know, if you ever get stuck in this idea of like networking, having to be stuffy or not not being fun or being uncomfortable, just get out there and be you and do you and have fun in your life because that is the best way to find more of your people, to build the right connections that you need and, you know, to meet amazing women like I got to meet Andrea and here she is all these years later following along and leaving this beautiful review for me. So I really appreciate, thank you, Andrea, for you taking that time and for anybody listening, no, like I am a real person and I'm out there enjoying my life and I want you to do the same thing too. Now, if you want to be featured too, please take a moment and leave a written review. And who knows, maybe we'll get to feature you in a future episode too. Please know that I read every single word that you guys write and they truly make my day. So thank you so much. All right, let's dive in here. If you are listening to this podcast, it's probably because you have a goal. Maybe your goal is to have more energy or to read a book a month or maybe you want to buy a house in Vancouver. One of the most common questions I get and I know that this is something that holds you back, it is that you don't know how. You have this goal, you have this dream, but you don't know exactly how you're going to get there. Now, let me warn you right off the bat here, up until this point, you may have been able to use this excuse that, quote, you don't know how or you don't know where to start. By the end of this episode, that is no longer going to be an excuse. By the end of this episode, you will know what you need to do. And once you know what to do, then you just take action. More importantly though, you're going to need to take action because that excuse is going to be gone. Now, I know that might make you want to turn this episode off right now, but I'm going to encourage you to just push through that fear and discomfort. The truth is, is that if you're holding on to that excuse that you don't know how, it's probably because you're afraid. Maybe you're afraid of failing. Maybe you're afraid of being uncomfortable. Maybe you're afraid of the unknown. I'm not sure what it is, but I know that you are going to have to face your fears and get uncomfortable because the excuse of not knowing how or not knowing what the steps are, consider that excuse gone. The great news is, is that no matter what your goal is, there's a way to break it down so that it feels like you can achieve it because I know that you totally can. Now, before we get too far into it, here are two mindset principles I want to put in place. The first one, and I know I've talked about this before, but it's so, so important. You don't need to know all the steps. In fact, you just can't. I want you to reframe that idea of the unknown. I know it can be kind of scary, but I want you to get excited about it and think about it instead of not knowing or uncertainty, think about it as possibility and as a fact of life. You are resilient enough to figure out and without knowing all the steps, it's okay. You can figure it out. You've done it before. How do I know that? I may not know each and every one of you, but I do know this. If I asked you this question, did you know when you were a little girl And someone said, what are you going to be when you grow up? Are you in the exact career you thought you would be in today? 
Like, be honest here. Are you in that career? Chances are there's maybe only one of you who's like, yeah, I knew I wanted to be a teacher when I was three and here I am, I'm a teacher. The truth is that most of us never could have envisioned the careers that we were in today. We didn't know that online businesses would, would be a thing or I didn't, had no idea that coaches were a thing until just a few years ago. We didn't know that Facebook or Uber or Airbnb or any of those things would exist. And so that's how I know that you can actually thrive in the unknown and because here you are, you're in your career, you're in an unknown world and you're finding, figuring things out as you go so you can do it. Now, if you were that one girl that was like, no, I said I was a teacher, I was going to be a teacher, and now I'm a teacher, I'm going to be a teacher forever, okay, let me say this. I know for sure that you did not know how to listen to a podcast growing up, and you figured that out. So there you go. I know that you can figure it out. Now, a little shout out to my type A friends. I feel you. I am one of you. We are going to need to release a little bit of control here because the harsh truth is that as much as we want to control things and we want to know everything, we just don't actually have that much control. We don't have anywhere near as much as we think we have. And I know that you and I are going to be just fine, even if we don't know all of the steps. Here is the second principle I want to put in place here. And I know I've talked about this as well, but I think that this is so important to just remind you guys. There are different strategies to achieve any goal. And if you want to hear more about this, go back to episode two and episode three. It depends on what your strengths are. It depends on what your values are. What is more important to you? Depends on the time in history we're in, the opportunities you have in your world right now. There are different strategies on how to achieve any goal. And so there's no right or wrong way. And there's no, I mean, there's different strategies to figure out what your strategy is. So no wonder it can get a little confusing. The reason why I wanted to share this though is to tell you that there is no perfect. There is no one way. The good news is that there are a lot of options. The art is finding out what works for you and what you should focus on. Today, I'm sharing with you three exercises, three strategies for you to figure out how to break down your goal so you have actions to take to actually achieve them. I'm going to share three examples, but if you want to, you can do one of them. You could choose one that resonates for you the most. You can do all of them if you're a super overachiever. Depending on your goal, one of them may be helpful for where you're at, Um, but for any of them, I want you to dedicate some time to this. You know, if you, for all the time you spent or could spend complaining that you don't know what the steps are or overanalyzing or waking up in the middle of the night being like, oh, is that the right step? I want you to just forget all about that and block some time in your calendar to get quiet. Grab a pen and paper. Grab a flip chart if you love that. I love my flip charts. If you're working on a team or with your family on a certain goal, you you can do these exercises with them too. But no matter what, there is no excuse for not getting started. All right, let's start with number one. This exercise, I call it the rewind your goal. I think this is the best exercise to do if you have a really big dream or your goal feels overwhelming and you have no idea where to start. This can also be really helpful for people. If you don't have a clear goal, this can be a really great exercise to do as well. And instead of imagining a specific goal, like for example, um, buying a house or paying off your credit card or starting a business, you can imagine a time frame instead. Like for example, you know, five years or 10 years or even you know, your 80th birthday or 100th birthday. So it doesn't matter so much what the, what the end is, but you can use this for either a goal or for a certain time frame. So a lot of times when I have people coming to me being like, oh, I kind of want to have long-term goals, but I don't know where to start. You can do this rewind your goals exercise for that and imagine your life in five years or 10 years or at the age of 50 or 80 or whatever that is. Here is what the rewind your goal is. Here's the exercise. It's super helpful if you 
need to identify a whole lot of steps in the process. It helps you to conceptualize if you're struggling to figure out what that might look like. And it helps you to focus on the experience, the feelings, and what all the things, what the steps might be as you pull them together. I also wanted to go one step further for you guys, so I created a guided visualization for you that you can download at lisamichaud.com forward slash rewind. You can go ahead and you can grab this free download and you use the exercise. And I just guide you through, it's a couple minutes long, and guide you through this visualization. I also want to say this, I know that some of you guys are skeptical of um, visualization exercises and I get it, it's not for everybody, but when I do this at live events and at workshops, I can't even tell you how many people I have coming up to me afterwards being like, wow, that was so powerful and I don't even like visualizations, but I like this one. So if you can just work with me here, if you can just turn that little skeptic mind off here for a few minutes, let me walk you through an example so you can see how it works and if you want to do it for yourself and for either a specific goal or for a any kind of a time frame in your your life, lisamichaud.com forward slash rewind. And again, I'll put the, that in the show notes, of course, for you guys. The link is there below. Here's an example. What we do is we start with your goal, or again, it could be a timeline, but let's we're going to use a goal in this example. And let's imagine that it's a movie. What we do is we visualize your goal as the end of the movie, and then we're going to rewind the movie to see all the steps that happened before it. Now, for those of you guys that are older, you're going to remember there was a time where we actually used to have to rewind our movies. And if you are too young to remember that, then you're going to just have to use your imagination on this and feel sorry for us that had to be kind and rewind. That's what we had to do. And we will feel sad because you will never get that joke. So I'm sorry, kiddos, that you will never have to do that. All right. Uh, let's say your goal is to win an Oscar. You can do this again with any goal, but let's let's imagine you want to win an Oscar. What you're going to do is start by the day of your Oscar win. Imagine what is happening that day. Who are you with? What are you doing? How does it feel? Now, I've never won an Oscar, full disclosure here, but I'm imagining on the day off, you're probably uh, getting your hair done, getting your makeup done, you're getting into your dress, and that's kind of the day of. You're maybe with your publicist and with your with your family and your, your friends and celebrating. Now, what are you doing the day before? We start to rewind. Okay, well, the day before, I'm probably drinking a lot of water, maybe doing a mud mask, rehearsing my acceptance speech. Okay, we continue to rewind. What are you doing the week before? Well, the week before I'm probably drafting my acceptance speech. Maybe I'm resting my voice. I'm maybe getting a facial done. Um, okay, what are you doing the month before? Well, the month before I'm doing a dress fitting. I am checking in and making doing some press tours and going on Entertainment Tonight and making sure that everybody knows that I'm on the Oscar, I'm doing the Oscar tour. So then we keep re- rewinding and rewinding. So what are you doing six months before? Well, six months before, you're probably wrapping up a film and you're probably on the red carpet for a film that is Oscar worthy. Well, what are you doing the year before you win? Well, a year before, you're probably filming the movie. You're probably acting in it. So what does that mean that you're doing two years before? Now, two years before, you're probably reading scripts and auditioning for movies that are Oscar worthy. Again, the time might depend exactly what your goal is, but we're going to keep rewinding here. So now we can look at, okay, what are you doing two years from now? Well, two years from now, you're probably auditioning a couple times a week or working on getting the right agent. What are you doing one year from now? Well, one year from now, you're in acting school. You are taking improv classes. All right, what are you doing six months from now? Well, six months from now, I'm saving up money. I'm working at a job so that I can take time off and go to school. I'm applying to school. I'm, I'm making the right connections. I'm doing the research. Then you just keep backing it up. What are you doing three months from now? What are you doing one month from now? What are you doing this week? And what are you doing today? Now, you don't have to know all the steps. It doesn't have to be perfect, but I just, I love this exercise. And isn't that cool? 
isn't it amazing that when you can start at the end and just rewind your goal, it's so visual and helps you see what those major steps are. You're not going to know all of them. You may be wrong on some of the timelines. I mean, heck, maybe it takes you five years. Maybe it takes you 10 years. Maybe it takes you one year. I don't know. But it gives you a great place to start. It helps you see what some of those major milestones are and helps you see what are some of the things that you could be focusing on. With this exercise, you could absolutely get started on a goal today and even get a plan for the next few weeks, months, or even years of your goal. If you're just getting started, I recommend rewinding your goal. And you can grab that free guided visualization at lisamichelle.com forward slash rewind. All right. That exercise, Rewind Your Goals, is fantastic if you are feeling overwhelmed or it's a new new goal or if you are in looking for a specific timeline like some quote long-term goals or what the next decade might look like in your life. The next one I'm going to share is a really awesome exercise if you are already on the path to a goal but find yourself feeling overwhelmed or you're not seeing the traction that you want. Now tell me, does it ever feel like you're working really hard for no results? If that is you, trust me, sister, I have been there before and I will probably be there again. This exercise seriously has saved me and I know it can help you too. This exercise is called the win list. This is fantastic if you are already on the path to a goal, but you're struggling to figure out what's next or if you feel like you are overwhelmed by all of the things you you could do. And by the way, the things that you could do don't necessarily, doesn't mean you should should do them, right? Not the same thing. If you feel like you are hustling for nothing, this is what I want you to do. I want you to grab a piece of paper and down the middle you are going to write, you're going to draw a line from top to bottom and on the right side you're going to label it wins and on the left side you're going to label it B and action. On the right side of your paper, you are going to list your wins. You're going to list your successes. Now this, again, if uh, we're talking about a specific goal here, but you could also do this for your time, like the last year of your life or two years if you're just trying to get a better sense of what to do in your life. But in this case, let's look at your goal. What have the wins been? What are the results? What are the successes? You know, if you're a business, who are your favorite customers? What are your biggest revenue streams? Where's your money coming from? Was there some publicity that you got? Was there some great client feedback that you got? What are the wins? If you're on a health journey, what are you proud of? Can you plank for a minute now? Did you do a triathlon this year? Uh, do you feel more confident in your bathing suit? And heck yes, isn't that a great one? That's amazing. If, if you're doing this for your overall life satisfaction, what are the things that brought you the most joy? What were your best memories? How did you spend your time or money the best? You want to, on the right side of this paper, you're going to list out all your wins, your successes, your results, all the things that you're proud of and what you've achieved. That is the first step. Then we're going to look at the left-hand side, which is the one that's labeled B and action. On this side, you're going to identify what are the things you've done and how are you being that has driven the successes. So to do that, you may already know some of the things. You may be like, okay, well, I know that I had this meeting or I um, was courageous or whatever that was and write those things down. But I want you to actually go even one step further than that and open up your calendar. Look at your appointments. Look at how you spent your time and list all of them. List all of it. Think about how you felt in that time. That is what that being is. And so often we just think about the the doing. We think about, uh, I was I went to a meeting or I did this report or I did this presentation. We don't think about how we were actually being. You know, were you stressed and exhausted and tired and sick? Were you stressed out and yelling at people? Uh, did you snap at your family when you probably shouldn't have been? Or were you courageous? Were you uh, open? Were you consistent? What are the, the, what are the things that you were doing? How were you being? Those two things are both really important. 
So often I think in life we forget, and I'm I'm really guilty of this, and I don't have it all figured out here, but we are guilty of forgetting. We think we are human doings instead of human beings. So I want you to think about not only looking at your appointments, but also like how you showed up. Were you grateful? Were you present? Were you, what were the being qualities? And list all of those things out. The ones that, that help, were helpful and the ones that weren't. List it all out. Now, if this is a new goal for you, if this is a goal, let's say you're, you want to, you, you know you want to pay off your credit card, but you don't know where to start. What you could also do, or let's say you're also maybe one of those people that don't use a calendar. How, first of all, how do you not use a calendar? Amazing. Anyways, um, what you could do instead is you, you can actually use this exercise and for the next week or two, look at what happens going forward. So literally put this piece of paper next to your desk or next to your workspace or even check it off at the end of the day and write down what were your successes for the day and what were the things you did and how were you showing up during that day. And during the day, fill out the, the right side of your successes and your wins and the left side of what you were doing and who you were being. The goal is to have a good look on an indication of what the successes are, again, with with respect to your goal or just even in your general life on the right-hand side and the left-hand side, all the things you did and all the ways you were being and how you showed up. The goal is that on the left side, you've got your things that you were doing and the way that you were showing up. And on the right side, you've got the results and the wins and the successes. Then what you want to do is look at your wins and draw a line from the win to the action or the being or both that contributed to that result or that success. And you can keep doing that, keep going all the way through each and every success. So if one of your successes was you paid off $500 on your credit card, okay, what did it take to do that? You know, did you create a budget? Did you say no to that happy hour? Or did you go to the happy hour and did you have have one, one drink instead of six? Did you, all of those things, like what are the things that actually contributed to your successes? And then double check, go to your actions and being side and then look and check, did that bring me success? What did that actually contribute to my life? And that might mean deeper relationships. That might mean more revenue. That might mean, you know, firing a difficult client. It might've been a happier day for you. It might've meant that you avoided freaking out on your husband or your kids, whatever that is. Then once you have this and you see where those lines, it's very visual, you're going to see exactly what is getting you results. Then you'll know what is giving you the wins. What are the things that are giving you the most results, the things that are giving you the successes from how you're being and how you're showing up to what you're doing? I love this exercise because it's a great representation of what is called the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle, you may have heard of it, you may not. It's also known as the 80-20 rule. It kind of shows up in all parts of life. You tend to cook 20% of the recipes that you know how to cook 80% of the time. You wear the clothes, 20% of your clothes, 80% of the time. 20% of your customers bring in 80% of the revenue and 20% of your customers are 80% of the pains in the butt, right? Once I'm saying this, you guys are probably like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, I can imagine the parts of my life where this is true. It also shows up in what you do. And to transfer this over, 20% of the actions you take and how you behave are what are producing 80% of your results. 20% of the way that you are produces most of what you get in your life. Here's where the power is. If you can figure out what that 20% is, what is getting you the wins, what is moving you towards your goal, what is bringing you joy, happiness, whatever it is, it's helping you pay off that credit card or or build to the C-suite that you want to be in, then you double down on that. That is what you do more of. Or at least, heck, you know, take a lot of things off your to-do list and spend 80% of your time on a beach in Hawaii. It doesn't matter. The point is that you may as well not spend your time doing things that aren't getting you results. 
The truth is that, that there are a lot of things that you could do. There's a lot of things you you can do, maybe you, you quote should do. But in this world where there's so much overwhelm and you are already too busy, it is so important to focus on what matters. Now, I'm diving in here. I, I'm going to take a little aside here for just a minute here and talk about this in terms of productivity because um, this Pareto's principle can apply to so many things. I did this in my business because I was feeling like I was doing all the things and my gosh, it was just overwhelming me and I wasn't getting the results I wanted. What I learned, and hear me loud and clear on this, not everything on your to-do list or your can-do list is created equally. And we just can't outwork or productivity hack the stuff that doesn't matter. So once I had this list, I could start to see what did I need to stop doing? And this is the questions that for you too, when you have your list, you're going to see what do you need to stop doing? What can you delegate? What can you outsource? What can you simplify? What can you batch where it makes sense? And then you double down and you prioritize on what actually matters. So real life examples of where I did this in my business. And again, this is kind of going into productivity, but I want you to hear that this isn't just like a and this is with everything, guys, I will only share things with you if I know they've helped me or one of my clients or students or somebody that I know. And if I believe in it, like I have to believe in it if I'm going to share it with you. That is, that's just the only way that I know how to be. It's That's the only way that I can show up with integrity for you. So here's an example of how I use this. I looked at my business and looked at the things that I was doing and spending time on and wasn't getting results. So some of the things I stopped doing, I stopped posting on LinkedIn for a while because it just wasn't where my customers were coming from. I stopped creating fancy opt-ins and these video series or webinars or like all this text-heavy stuff that I didn't know how to do was spending me, in some cases, months to figure out landing pages, which is embarrassing to say, but I just stopped doing it. I also had to start delegating and a delegating um, that's in my home life and in my work life. At, at home, I've had to ask my husband to take on more things, especially in the real estate side of our business, so that I can focus on my business and this work and what I'm loving doing here. At home, I've outsourced cleaning my house once a month and we started using some meal delivery and even meal prep services just to help bring things down and to delegate. I've had to simplify things. I don't clean my baseboards as much anymore. They're pretty they're pretty gross. I'm looking at them right now being like, mm, yeah, but here I am recording a podcast because that's what matters. That's what makes the difference, right? I, in my business, I used to have fancy emails and I used to do these colors and graphics and all the things. And now what I do is I just take 10 minutes and I bold some stuff and it's made zero difference. I have never gotten a complaint saying that my emails are not colorful enough. And it actually embarrasses me to think about how much time I wasted. It was probably two or three hours a week on coloring an email, please. And I didn't see it for myself. So trust me when I say, do not be embarrassed about the stuff. It's, it's, it's just about us learning and getting better, right? I then, when I knew what was working and what wasn't, I doubled down on things that, that were working. What I did see that was helping my business was when I was meeting people in person. And so many of my clients have come from networking events or like, like I said, oh, this is funny. This is coming full circle now to the review from Andrea, which is funny. Vacations. Literally met Andrea in Cuba. I've met clients that, in trips to New York, bachelorette parties, mom groups. Oh my gosh, becoming a mom and going to mom groups was one of the best things I did for my business, ironically. For so long, I basically stuck myself behind a computer and was trying to figure out complicated funnels and landing pages and software. And it wasn't until I looked at my wins list and realized that none of my clients were coming from that. My clients were coming from being in person. And instead of saying no to all the social things, saying no to the fun things that I actually love doing because I love meeting people in, in person, but I kept thinking that I needed to do the things online. When I recognized this, when I looked at my wins list, I doubled down on meeting people in person and I got to make 
in-person connections, which I love, a priority. And that has been so game-changing for my business. And understanding that, like if I had not done this wins list exercise, I never would have seen that in front of me. I would have probably still be trying to figure out how to, I don't know, optimize the sound on this podcast. It doesn't even matter because you guys are listening because I'm adding value to you and that's why you care. I double down on adding value on things like this. You know, I, I go live on Instagram and Facebook more. I spend time on Instagram connecting because that's where my people come from. I direct message people because I want to make the connection. I want to help people. I started this podcast and I want to actually create content that really helps you and moves you along. You know, refining landing pages or opt-ins or updating my website, perfecting my media kit, all the stuff. And by the way, if that sounds like I'm speaking Croatian to you, that's okay. And it probably, it might because it wasn't the stuff that mattered to you. And I know that because I did my wins list. The point is, is that I figured out what mattered, what mattered to my my audience, my community, what, where my clients wanted me to meet them, and I serve them there. That is what matters. And you can do this exact same thing and do that with your life. I figured out no matter what your goal is, look at what is getting you the results, what is getting you your wins, and double down on that. Super quick word here about some productivity things. I talked about batching and I'm going to talk about stacking. So batching is something that it just means to do a bunch of things at once. So like laundry, for example, you don't wash one piece at a time, you, you batch your laundry. Uh, I do batch writing. I've done batch cooking with a group of mamas, which is seriously amazing and I highly recommend that. I also batch my content. You know, I'm recording a couple episodes today. Well, actually, I'm not sure if that's going to happen today because long story short, I end up losing the first time I recorded this episode. So we'll see how my time goes. But that's the theory is that I will be batching several episodes at once so that that way I'm in the group. I've got my equipment set up. I got the kid away from the house for the day. So she's not singing along all day. Um, so that is something too that you can do once you know what's important. You can then, then you put in the productivity, the tools. But first you got to figure out what actually matters. Really quickly, I want to talk about stacking and that is different than multitasking because we know that multitasking does not work. All the research shows that multitasking is a myth. So you, if you are trying to listen to this while also doing your work, that you're going to be mis- making mistakes on your work or you're not going to be work or you're not going to be listening to this podcast and really getting what you could. Now, if you are listening to a podcast or taking an online course while you're doing laundry or maybe going for a walk or <laughs> in the shower, that's different. That's stacking and that's okay. And because you're doing something, one thing that doesn't require a lot of thinking and you're doing something else that allows you then and frees up your mind for thinking. So just wanted to throw that out there. If you are trying to multitask, it doesn't work, but you can stack. It's just about finding the right tasks to then stack on top of each other. Okay, I know I went on a little bit of a productivity tangent there, but I really wanted to share with you and show you how powerful this can be. And this is something like, even if you already know how to how to achieve your goal, this is an exercise that's worth doing once or twice a year to really check in and see, am I focusing on the right things? So I hope you guys appreciated that. I'll probably do another episode on productivity and speak more to that, but I, I hope that that gives you somewhere to start. And that's something that, again, whether you know all the steps of your goal or not, you can make sure that you're focusing on the right things. If your goal is super new and you don't have enough experience, you could also research what other people have done. And I'm going to talk about that here in exercise number three. With the wins list though, you could also do this with a team, you know, making sure that you guys at work, you're working on the right things. You could do this even with your family. You know, what are the things that everyone loves doing the most and do more of that? Like what does everyone consider quality time and focus on that stuff? So I think this is such a diverse activity and really something that you can do and apply to any part of your life and you don't have to do it alone. If you run an online business or you're dreaming about starting one, you know that technology can seriously get in the way. 
getting your email software to talk to your website and having that integrate with your landing page, your webinar software, sales pages, checkout cards, digital course memberships, and client profiles, and then having it all tied together for an exceptional customer service experience, well, frankly, I'm pretty exhausted just saying that and it can turn out to be a real disaster. In fact, I know that technology is probably one of the biggest reasons you're not starting or scaling your business to your full potential. I can relate. To be honest, about a year ago, my business was a hot mess. That's why when I found Kajabi, an all-in-one business platform, I knew I had to make the switch. First of all, making the switch saved me over $1,000 a year in my business, which is pretty freaking cool. But even more than that, it's helped me save time. I've been able to create amazing products for my clients and serve my community better than ever before. Best of all, I'm not afraid of technology anymore and it doesn't hold me back from doing what I want to do. Now I can whip up an entire sales funnel in less than an hour and I confidently host my membership community, my mastermind, and my soon-to-be digital course all within Kajabi. My friend, if you are looking to simplify your online business while taking it to the next level, you've got to check out Kajabi. I've partnered with them to offer you an exclusive 28-day free trial that comes with step-by-step tutorials so you can get your business up and running and profitable faster than you can say, I love technology. Go to www.lisamichaud.com forward slash Kajabi. That's lisamichaud.com forward slash K-A-J-A-B-I to get your exclusive 28-day trial. The third exercise on how to break down your goal so you actually achieve it is one that I've learned from Brendan Burchard. Now, I've been lucky enough to get to go to a couple of Brendan Burchard events over the last few years. He is a high-performance coach that works with Oprah and Usher and his he's a New York Times bestselling author several times over. Brendan recommends an exercise called The Five Key Moves. This is from his book, The High-Performance Habits. Now, first of all, I got to say, this book is awesome. If you guys have not heard of it, have not read it yet, I'm putting a link to this in the show notes because it is really fantastic. The other great thing about his book is that he not only has it available and for sale and it's awesome and you should definitely get it, but on the fourth season of his podcast, The Brendan Show, he gives away the audiobook version for free. So I have both. I've listened to the audiobook and I also have the physical book because it's that good and I highly recommend picking it up from him. It is so, so good and a link is in the show notes below. Make sure you grab a copy of the book and listen to the audio version on his podcast too. You won't regret it. So the five key moves, basically when you know what your goal is, you then figure out the five key moves to get you there. If you were to break down your goal, whatever goal, into only five major things, what would those steps be? What would those buckets be? And what he recommends doing is when you know those five key moves, those five buckets, then underneath them, then you can break them down into projects and timelines and deadlines. I've said it before, I'll say it again, there's a lot of things you could do. It's important to decide and determine what you must do. Here's Brendan's example. He wanted to be a New York Times best-selling author. And he'd written books before and they hadn't hit the bestseller list. And he was like, okay, I got to crack the code on this. What can I do? He had a whole bunch of things that he wanted to do, but he wasn't sure what was the best thing to do. So what he did is he interviewed a few number one best-selling authors and deconstructed their major activities. He literally asked them this question. What five major moves made the most difference in moving your writing forward and landing your book on the big bestseller lists? Now, this doesn't have to be about a book, by the way. This could be any anything you want. Basically, you just have to find successful people that you want to emulate in some way and figure out what their five moves are and ask them this question. What are the five major moves that made the most difference in, insert your goal here. What Brennan was really 
interested in was to figure out what was it for them that moved the needle and got them moving things forward. So here's what he learned. He learned that nobody talked about going to writers' conferences or writers' retreats or interviewing focus groups or researching for years or even going on traditional book tours. The five things that people kept saying over and over and over again was, number one, finish the book. It sounds easy, but how many times do we not do those things? (laughs) Number two was to either get an agent or self-publish. Number three was to start blogging and get an email list started. Number four was to create a book promotion page and offer bonuses to get people to buy the book. And number five was to get five to ten people with big email lists to promote your book and then in exchange later you promote for them and maybe even share some affiliate income. That was it. That was all that people kept saying over and over again and so he listened to those people. He mapped out those five moves and he focused on those. And it's pretty cool, you know, he literally stopped doing pretty much everything else. He was able to dedicate, and I I realize not everybody has as much time, but he was able to dedicate 90% of his time to finishing the book. He didn't keep researching. He didn't learn more about writing. He didn't try and find his voice. He just finished it. And then he kept going. This is the super cool thing. He was able to, in 60 days total, he took the millionaire messenger from an idea and a concept in his head to a number one New York Times bestseller, number one USA Today, number one Barnes and Noble, and number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. He spent 30 days writing the book and then 30 days getting it ready for printing, doing the social media, the web pages, the bonuses, videos, and asking people to send an email to their people. That's it. As he says, five moves, 60 days, number one bestseller. Now, I think that's a, such a cool story and obviously super impressive. But he says this too. And the, the point of this story is not the speed. It's not the time, even though that's pretty amazing. The point of it is that he he could have done, he could have taken five years to do this or 10 years. The point is that he knew what mattered and he executed only on those. I mean, think about how many people out there are spending years just finishing a book or trying to write it or Maybe they're, they're waiting for the right idea or doing enough research so they even feel validated to write the book. The point is to know exactly what you want, to figure out those five key moves, and then spend your time on those things. So here's what Brennan recommends doing. To figure out your five key moves, you can either interview people who have had the success that you want, whether it is community leaders, whether it is leaders in your organization, people that you may know or that you might be able to get access to. Or you could also research, research successful people that have done what you want to do. Read biographies, listen to their podcasts, go to an event that they're hosting, and figure out those five major moves. Now, full disclosure, I am trying to figure this out in my business right now. This is something that's on my, kind of in my focus for the next 30 to 60 days is figuring out what these things are for me. So I'm looking at who can I talk to? Who can I connect with? What have they done to build their businesses too to the impact that I want to have? So I'm doing this too right along here with you, but I can see the power of it. I can feel the power of it and I know that it will make a big difference. Now, once you know what your five major moves are, the key here is to spend a ton of time on it. (laughs) So Brandon recommends spending 60% of your time. This obviously really depends. You know, if your goal is to do something in, you know, your, your spare time, like run a marathon or get in the best shape of your life, or, um, maybe just be able to plank for a minute. Well, the time that you do have put aside for your goal, you should be spending that time on exactly what those five major moves are. I think his time frame of spending 60% of time on those efforts is is if you have a lot of time in your life, whether it's you know spending your free time after work or if your goal is related to your, your work or your income or your business, that you spend 60% of the time that you have on those five major moves. 
Anything else that is not related to those five major moves is a distraction. It is something that you need to delegate or like I mentioned before, you stop doing it, you simplify it. It's something that you do only in the remaining 40% because you spend 60% of your time on those efforts. So I think that's such a brilliant, brilliant strategy. I think it's super powerful and I highly recommend you guys that you pick up his book. Uh, There's a link in the show notes below, so make sure you check that out. I want to just quickly share here the performance prompts that he shares in the book so that you can hear them and we'll make sure these are in the show notes too for you. These are the questions that he asks for you to identify those five major moves. So number one, what is the big goal or dream you want to plan out right now? Number two, the five major moves that would help me progress swiftly towards accomplishing that dream are. Number three, the timeline for each of my five moves are. And by the way, if you've listened to my episode on SMART goals, if you haven't, go back and listen to that. But timelines, I'm like, they take them or leave them. It's good to have a bit of an idea, but don't throw out your goal if you haven't hit a timeline. All right, back to number four. <laughs> the question, what, who are five people that have achieved the dream that I could study, seek out, interview, or model? Who are those people? And the last question that he asks, the prompt that you can ask yourself to figure out your five major moves is the less important activities or bad habits I'll cut out of my schedule to make more time for the five moves in the next three months include. Aren't those good? Now you can probably see how these three exercises do work together. There are some similarities. So I think you can see amazing results from just one of them or even from doing two or three of them to to get the synergy there because there are some similarities. I love what Brennan shares and I really hope that that exercise is helpful for you too. Like I said, it's something that I'm working on right now in my business and applying this. Um, So definitely check out his podcast, season four of the audiobook version. You can listen to the whole thing for free. Here is my challenge to you. This week, I want you to complete at least one of these exercises. No matter what your goal is, use one of these exercises, either the rewind your goal, the wins list, or the five major moves. Use one of them so that you know at least the first step, and a few milestones and action steps along the way. My last part of the challenge is for you to block the time, put it in your calendar, and make your goal a priority. Remember this, clarity comes from taking action. Don't wait until you know all the steps. You're not going to know them until you get started. And don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen exactly as you thought it might. Just keep going. I really believe that Goals are not about the goal and the achievement. It is about who you become. Life is about surprises. It's part of the joy and part of the journey. And in hindsight, what you're going to be most proud of is how you showed up and who you became to achieve that goal. Now, I have to say, this podcast has been out for about two, almost two weeks now, and I am just so grateful for you guys for listening. This was created for you from the questions that you have, from the messages I was getting, from the struggles I see. And so I just love reading your messages and love hearing what you're saying about the podcast and how it's helping you. If you have a topic that you want me to cover or you have a question you want me to answer, please send me an email or send me a DM on social media. This is new and it's here for you. I want you to have your say and know that I am super happy to create something for you. If you haven't already, please take a moment to hit subscribe. And if you can, I would so appreciate a written review. It helps me to know exactly what is working for you and what you want more of so that I can make Golden Girls Podcast exactly what you need so you can be the woman who has it all on your terms. Thank you again for listening. Now you know how to break down your goal so you actually achieve it. And here's what I have to say to that. Look out goals. Here you come. 
Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.